0: to the Offbeat Sports Podcast. For today we're joined by Jeff Woodward, a Freshman Center for the Colgate University men's basketball team. Colgate Raiders punched their ticket to the big dance with so a win over Loyola to uh, win the Patriot League. Uh, thanks so much for joining uh, joining us, man. We're really excited to have you on.
1: Happy to be on. All
0: right, uh, so I just want to start off by saying congrats on getting your bid to the tournament. Um, how does it feel to make the big dance in your freshman season?
1: Uh, it's uh, something really cool. Obviously, someone that I've dreamed of for a, lot, a long time, and I think most basketball players uh, dream of, you know, getting to uh, the level of this and being able to participate in March Madness, and to be able to achieve something like this, especially my freshman year, is something uh, truly incredible.
0: Yeah. So, uh, how's the bubble been so far? Like, has it been like a, I know the NBA ones probably was probably much more advanced with all like the stuff, but is there any like cool stuff that uh, they got going on just so you guys don't get too bored?
1: Um, they haven't had too much going on. I mean, obviously, uh, it's a pretty big logistical, Uh, uh I won't say, ni- yeah, I'll say nightmare. It's a logistical nightmare trying yeah. to get everyone organized and everything, especially with uh, the pandemic still going on. Um, But I mean, a lot of, I mean, for us, at least, you know, this is a big week for school, so thankfully we've had at least something to do, even though you know it might not be, be the most entertaining in school work. But um, I mean, the bubble's been... I mean, I can't complain. Obviously, we're, we're here, and it's been a fun experience. But it's certainly been interesting. Uh, up at Colgate, you know, we're kind of more of a secluded, you know, off the beaten path university, not, you know, in a big city. We're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and so, you know, we're used to having a little bit of a bubbleish feel uh, anyways. And then, you factoring uh, the COVID, and well, we really tried to create a bubble up there on campus. So, I mean it's not too different than what we've been experiencing when we've been back at school. But, I mean, it's certainly been a really interesting and cool experience.
0: Yeah, um, so um, you guys have actually been playing at a very, like, fa- uh, fast-paced in your games. And it's been noted by, like, a lot of analysts that uh, when they're viewing your team. So how do you think this can benefit your team moving forward in the tournament?
1: Um. I definitely think that you know we do play with a really with a really fast pace and we really do play you know a, a more up tempo up tempo style of play. However, we're not kind of just you know oh we need to run down and get up a shot in the first eight to ten seconds. We're really methodical with it. You know, if we do have a great shot uh, in the first you know eight six eight ten seconds, you know we will take it because we have a bunch of really really sh- good shooters and we have a bunch of uh, really good passers. I mean have Jordan Burns all-time assist leader running the show and you know he's gonna find guys really easily but if nothing's there uh you know we have no issue with them you know, settling down and getting into our offense and that that I think is really going to help us you know in this upcoming game because you know Arkansas really likes to play fast and so do we but we also have the advantage that we can slow it down if need be and we can play at a slower pace and not really have as much of our game affected.
0: Yeah, um, so uh, right now you guys are on a 13-game winning streak. Um, you, uh, you finished season 14-1. Um, uh, how do you hope to use this uh, momentum of the winning streak to uh, try and pull off an upset versus Arkansas first round?
1: Um, I mean, we're just going to keep following the same formula that we've been following, you know, for this 13-game winning streak. And obviously it's a it's a little bit of a higher-level opponent than, you know, yeah. your you're run-of-the-mill no Patriot League team or, you know, even, you know, championship game. Loyola is a very high-level team, but they're not really even, you know, there's kind of, obviously everyone knows that there's different levels to uh, yeah. Division I basketball. Everyone can hoop, but the size and the athleticism and things like that are really on different levels, and so we're just going to buckle down, and we're going to play our style of play. We're going to play fast, but we're going to play smart. We're going to play hard. We're going to really try and lock in on defense and hopefully have a, a good shooting night, and that uh, those factors will hopefully combine to give us a really good shot at to and win.
0: Yeah. Do you guys have any like certain uh, things you're doing to try and counter the that Arkansas team? Like, do you have any like um, defensive strategies that you guys that you guys will be implementing?
1: I can't share too much. Oh uh, yeah, obviously. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean like, but, did, I mean, like,
0: where, where's your where's the team's focus going into this uh, game?
1: I think really we're focusing on just making sure. We recognize, obviously, a, a big benefit is having made the tournament two years ago and going up against, I don't want to say a similar team uh, in Tennessee, but, you know, an SEC team. And you know, our coaches really highlighted, you know, they felt like the last time we played uh, you know, a, a Power 5 school, we didn't really have the preparation and the, um, I don't want to say preparation, but we didn't really have that experience of playing against those bigger, faster, stronger athletes. And so we really want to just get into the right mindset of, you know, instead of playing against a, a six-foot two-point guard, you know, I'm playing against a six-six-point guard. And yeah. every guy is going to have an extra four inches on their wingspan and an extra a couple inches on their vertical. And, you know, you just got to – there's no way to simulate it in practice with the players you have, but it's more of getting in the right mindset about getting ready for this game.
0: Anything can happen. We all know that from my channel. It's like that UMBC team who upset the Virginia team a couple of years ago. I mean, you know, you know, nothing, or nothing's like certain in the uh, in this tournament. And that's one of my favorite parts of this tournament. Like th- I, I keep saying this is my favorite sporting event of the year. Like I don't wa- watch a lot of college basketball during the season, but I watch all the conference tournaments. I watch March Madness because it's just so entertaining. And uh, but uh, so what led to your decision to continue your basketball career at Colgate?
1: Um, so a really big thing was just the culture and the program up here. Obviously, the, Colgate's an exceptional academic institution. A lot of the different schools I was looking at uh, after high school for college were uh, really good uh, academic institutions, uh, mostly the Patriot League and Ivy League schools. But you know, looking at the tradition and like looking at the tradition of Colgate and just how you know, they hadn't been a great team in the early 2000s, and even the early 2000s. And 10. Um, I and mean then Coach Lango got here and he really turned the entire program around. I mean, the past ten years we've gone from kind of the bottom of the league, not not, not much of a factor, to you know, having been in four straight cup championship games and representing the Patriot League twice in the NCAA tournament. And just that, you know, factoring like, like the coaching staff, um, the, the players who are currently on the team and also just the the sense of you know familiarity I had when I visited the school and the sense of you know I can see myself being here for the next four years, um they all kind of just really you know combined a really perfect situation where I was really comfortable out of school that I thought I could succeed at.
0: Yeah, I'm. I was watching that game versus Loyola that you guys had, and yeah, uh, you, you have that big body. Um, you have that big body style of play that uh, that's been like. I mean, it's kind of fading out of the game, but then you find these like guys that like play like you do. And it's just really impressive to see you guys like battle inside, like, and even against guys just as big as you are even bigger. It's, it's like, it's a great, it's a great thing to see that that style of play hasn't gone out, gone like extinct. Uh, but so you had an impressive high school resume yourself with uh, 1,450 points, 1,140 rebounds, and 262 blocks. So was the, that transition from high school to college ball uh, difficult for you, or would you say that you kind of flowed pretty well with it?
1: Um, I definitely think it was. It was pretty difficult, and it was. I mean, it was made a lot easier by the guys on our team, and it was made a lot easier by the coaching staff. But I definitely. Obviously, you know, coming in first day of practice, had all these accolades, had all these awards from high school, all these records, but you come in, you know, to Colgate and you have absolutely nothing. You're back to a low man on the total pole. No one knows who you are. Obviously people know who you are, you're on the basketball team, but you don't have a name, you don't have anything. You have a name and that's about it. Um, and so you gotta go out and prove yourself. And I I can admit I definitely struggled at this start of the year, um, trying to play exactly the same way I played in high school and try and just be bigger than everybody else and obviously on the college stage everyone's got a person basically got a person your size um or my size so I really had to adjust um playing with Keegan Records uh, who's our starting center has helped me an immense immense amount because he has experience playing against a, a former starting Indianapolis Albenosius, who played at Cincinnati and now he plays overseas. Um, and just the experience that he got from rap and then he was able to transfer down to me, and just be, uh, the 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 process of getting acclimated to everything basketball related and adjusting my game, even just slightly making minor tweaks to allow myself to succeed at a higher level, really. I mean, it did take time. It took a lot of, you know, individual workouts. It took a lot of, you know, film watching sessions about, you know, just watching practice. Obviously with no game film to watch, just watching practice and myself in practice. It took a lot of that to, you know, get to where I was, you know, January 2nd, when I was able to step on the court and play and contribute my first college game. And then since then just contributing to my success Throughout the season, and then leading into our success uh, as a team here.
0: Yeah, um, I was at. So going back to the um, to the Loyola game, I saw you. You had that. Uh, was it like
1: an intentional foul? On it the was kid? a flagrant. It was. It was a flagrant. Yeah, it was. It was not intentional. We, I, I, yeah, we we were planning on fouling uh, him, uh, the Golden DK. Who, he was not a very good free throw. Free throw he was over four in the game. It was like thirty-two percent for the season. So we're planning to, unfortunately, I mean, it was a flagrant. like, I'm not trying to like, excuse my actions. Like, I realized yeah. I did not make the right play, uh, but I'm not typically that, like, that's my first ever flagrant in basketball ever. I think I have, like, two texts about, like, I'm pretty much a pretty clean player
0: yeah I was like I was watching that and I was laughing I was like I was like you could tell once that happened he was like oh crap I didn't I didn't mean to do that (laughs) that and well the kid did like honestly it probably wouldn't have been that bad but the kid just landed awkwardly so like it looked even worse than it was and I was I was watching and I was like that kid once he hit him he was like Oh shit! Like I, <laughs> that did not go as I wanted. It did it.
1: not, not at all. Uh, I, I apologize profusely to, to <laughs> the goal then and I, I made sure that he knew I. I'm yeah. not a dirty player. I try my best, but not, I mean, not only do I try my best, I, I like to think of myself as not a dirty player.
0: Yeah, no, I was just laughing. I was like, I was like, wow, that kid. He just he went down hard, but. Uh yeah i mean thank you for joining me today uh i appreciate it good luck in the tournament go pull off that upset bust a couple brackets uh yeah
1: i appreciate it have a good one thank you you too